show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I will, I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the fucking United Nations to get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. Super Bowl, but now they're playing my team, motherfuckers, and it's on. Now, there is a lot to talk about on the show this morning. Now, that song that I played there at the end was not for Mr. Tom Brady. No, no, no. It's something we'll be addressing here in just a little bit. I promised Alicia I'd address it when she got here. So let's say some good morning, shall we? Straight fires here. And here we are. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on a second here. Let me, let me, let me do it. Well, the frickin' First God. one, uh, Straight Fire, he says, here we are, getting more ass than a toilet seat. Yep, Hangtown Jen. Hangtown Jen says, how about them cowboys? Yeah. Woo, happy Tuesday. Yes, happy Tuesday to you as well. And today's sexual phrase of the day is the dirty Alabama hayride. Alabama hayride. When you braid a cornucopia of facial hair into a dildo and proceed to use it during sexual intercourse. Why would, why would you put hair on a dildo? That's gross, man. But hey, hey, education, that's what we care about here. Andrew says it's Breakfast Burrito Tuesday, ass family, AIG Mafia in the house. I like that. I like being the ass mafia. That's good. Battleborn says uh, happy moist ass Tuesday, ass family. Swoosh says, morning, ass family, home safe from the snow. Now back to our regularly scheduled work, as long as the roads aren't closed due to flooding. Yeah, I mean, West Coast is just getting hammered. 
Derek, good morning, ass family on this fine Tuesday. Time for Wimpy to pay up. Stinkfist says, man, I thought I'd be fort today. Anyway, good morning. Stinkfist says, I saw, uh, I, I saw a post from Scab. We will be addressing that in just a little bit. I promise. I promise. I promise, Stinkfist. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only. Braddy Kid is all up in the house. I love you, no matter how useless you are in a paddle boat. Who do you fuck with? I I wish Stevie Nicks would show up in her birthday suit with a jar of pickles and a bottle of baby oil. Now that's weird, but I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Straight Father says, is there a gay-ass guy in the family? Not gay-ass guy, not. Uh, I somehow feel as if I need to congratulate Arnie and give him a hug. The Cowboys into the playoffs and besting Tom Brady for the first time ever. It feels pretty good. It does. Not gay yeah, says, uh, I hear, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, got dick bucks for his new advertiser and it didn't work out. Well, uh, I don't know about that, not gay ass gay guy. You can share more later what you've heard. Uh, probably in about 15, 20 minutes. Straight Fire says, Brady's finally washed. What did Kale send me here? Something from the old Tiki Talk world. Maybe the perfect song for the first half. Let's see. Hold on a second. Let's go back and start this over. Wait till the end, and the song will all make sense. Two missed field goals. Extra points. Three. And four. Four. Now, he, he finally did make one, thank God. But, yeah, that guy's not on the team anymore. Please don't let that guy be on my team anymore. Please. Please, football gods. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, Dick Box. Uh, good morning, ass. Uh, good morning, ass. That's from Hot Mom. I hope you have a good day. Gold says, morning, ass. Good start with some Duran Duran. Well, it could be a great playoff season without a Niners versus Dallas, would it? Good luck, Dallas fans. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I see what you did there. Yeah, you know, uh, hashtag free bratty kid. Yes, yesterday, bratty kid goes on Facebook, and she puts up this quote. Now, I have never edited this. I've never told you. I've, I, I, this, I, this, I found it, and I played it. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. He, he actually said that. She put a quote up, and they took they they put her in Facebook jail for a day. I I mean, all of a sudden, you know, she put that post up, and then we're we're sitting there, and she logs onto her account, and then she's in jail. She got live PD for quoting the president of the United States of America. Now, now, if there are any uh, lawyers in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that want to take on Facebook, according to state law in the state of Texas, social media companies do not, do not have the power to take down posts because that is an infringement on your First Amendment. I am ready to sue Facebook for $1 trillion. That's right. I want to be the first trillionaire. We are going to sue Facebook for $1 trillion. Squashing our freedom of speech, my ass. 
Ah, uh, one Tom Cruise's greatest role. Uh, one of Tom Cruise's greatest roles. Fin oh yeah, oh yeah, Les Grossman. Finish this with a a bang, Arn. It's your last one this season. <laughs> First game, Dak hasn't thrown an interception in the last seven games. Yes. Uh, thank you for the support, Swoosh. Yeah, uh, just saw the post. Ha ha. Good morning. Go Niners. The catch 2.0. Not happening. Wait, wait, like a dildo wig? I think so. Asking for a friend. Oh, I'm sure you are. Oh, Garbuenos Diaz. But, uh, man, I was bummed. I was bummed that you didn't get to see that takedown in the Guitar Center. That was awesome video. Thank you for sending that. Uh, I'm missing out on many desktop features. All right. Well, let's just save this. How about we, we go this and we'll go move to the show so I can work on that later. Uh, Ghost Fred says, oh, how I wish California would just sink in the ocean and take all the mask-wearing sheep with it. Why are people looking at his po? Oh, it, oh, this is pretty fantastic. I had nine people email it to me overnight. <laughs> Sawyer's dad says, good morning, Arnie. Will you be in San Francisco Sunday? I mean, as the Cowboys kicker? Probably. I, I, I haven't gotten a call from Jerry yet. But when they want me to go over there to Frisco, they want me to go over to the star. Uh, my, I, my leg is warmed up. I'm ready to go. Would you see Arnie on a paddle boat? It would be useless, and he'd be so pissed, yeah. Uh, Doug says, good morning, y'all asshats. Uh, I gave slot of emotional stress because I couldn't even ask about crack. Yes, crack being fucking Girl Scout cookies. We were on the hunt for Girl Scout cookies yesterday. Didn't find any. It was great. Uh, if the game comes down to an extra point, the Niners are good to go. Oh, fuck, I'm terrified. Uh, that girl from Vanderbilt is available. No, thanks. Whitewash, good morning to you, my friend. Okay, we have a lot, a lot to get to. First of all, let's talk about the game last night. I got to do this because, like I said, I told Alicia I'd wait. And I, I try to honor my, 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 my word to the ass family. I will comment on this at length. Uh, I'm the mad admin out. As soon as you are not part of that trio, I stop following them. Okay, well, hey, that's that's fine. Like I said, we'll get to it. Last night's game, I was very happy. Look, look, do I have any? I'll talk shit this week to the Niners. Remember, hey, you still got a third-string quarterback. Your defense is spectacular. Your defense is second to none, and you got a world-class running back. I mean, I mean, we got a world-class running back in, in Tony Pollard. Nobody gives him the credit for it. So we'll match up. You guys got a little bit of advantage there. Receivers, I'd say we're even. Defense, look, both defenses are good. I would put the Niners slightly better than the Cowboys defense. Not a lot better, but a little better. I mean, Mika Parsons, pretty spectacular. I'm not trying to take away from Bosa or anybody there. Uh, I think it could be a good game. We're going to see. Look, look, Brock Purdy. I, this is the thing I don't understand. Um, they're talking about Tom Brady possibly being a Raider next year, uh, a Texan, which I, I think there's no shot at that, um, or a 49er. Now, now, 49er fans, I have a question for you. Why are they talking about getting rid of Brock Purdy? 
He's a rookie who's won 10 games in a row for you. Now, you can give that all to the defense, and you can give it all to Christian McCafferty. But as a guy who has a quarterback that sucks royal donkey cock, who can lose a game on his own, Brock Purdy hasn't done that. Brock Purdy has not fucked up a game yet. Not saying that he is this weekend. I mean, he's due. He is a rookie. But why are you talking about signing somebody else? You've got a great quarterback there. I'm sorry. He's won 11 games in a row. Uh, Jen, you're not the odd man out. Don't know anyone who can follow that garbage. Hey, let the Cowboys know that Soros Kicker didn't miss any as sure did. I'm sure he's available and cheap seeing that he's nine. <laughs> uh, idiots ain't going to get rid of Trey Lance before Purdy it. Oh, my, uh, oh my fuck, Tom. Take the bucket. You're done. You're old news. You're an embarrassment. He's a good game manager, and that's all he needs to do. No, six in a row. I, well, they the team has won, what, 11 in a row? I'm telling you right now, if the Niners go out and sign Tom Brady, what the fuck? Well, I thought Joe Burrow could win the Super Bowl as a rookie, too. Well, he played for it at least in his second year. Now, I like Joe Burrow. Look, I, Brock, I have no problem with Brock Purdy. I had a problem with him when he went to Iowa State, and I'll have a problem with him on Sunday. But other than that, that kid's done well. Trey Lance was part of the master plan to get Brock in there for dramatics. It's all scripted. Uh, Not the way he played last night. Tom definitely looked his age. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady did not look good. That was a bad thing. Now, now here's the thing. Watch the Vikings beg for him. Um. The Cowboys, I, I'm excited that the Cowboys won, yes, because I'm a Cowboys fan and it's the playoffs. I don't have any grand illusions uh, of, of, of grandeur, any illusions of grandeur, not grand illusions, illusions of grandeur. Um, but, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were 8-9, and nine, and they won a division. They won the shittiest division in all of football at 8-9. and nine. The Cowboys were 12-5. and five. Now, you can put all five of those losses on Dak Prescott. Um, but 12-5 and five is a lot better record. And, by the way, we were 12-5 and five in the best division in football. And if you want to argue with me about the best division in football, what's the only division in football right now that still has three out of their four teams in the playoffs? I'll go ahead and tell you, the NFC East. The Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys still in the playoffs. Pretty impressive for one division. Fuck Brady and his combat boot-wearing granny. For God's sake, Tom, retire. Go slay record amounts of ass and suntan on a yacht. Um, look, I, I think Tom Brady should retire. What does I, I don't know what he has to prove. I... I, I the man lost his family. He chose. He chose to. He chose football over his family. 
Giselle said, hey, hey there, big fella. You want, you want to keep knocking the bottom out of this and seeing your kids all the time? Then you ain't going to play football. And he said, no, I'm going to play football. Man gave up his family for an eight and nine season and one game in the playoffs. That right there will probably, as a competitive person, as somebody who's competed in not only sports but in radio and things like that, as a very, very competitive person, that's going to stick in your crawl. And, yes, I do believe that Tom Brady will be back next year. Tom Brady is going to be that guy who limps out of the league. Yeah, he's looked his age most of the season. He's Tom Brady, you know, but that don't mean shit anymore because he ain't going to win. He ain't going to win without Gronk there, and he ain't going to win. The the only chance that I see him, and and I'm, forgive me, Raider fans, this idea that he and Josh McDaniel can, can hook up and, and have the same magic that they had when they were in New England together, I don't see it. The Magic 8-Ball don't see it. Nobody sees it. Uh, for some reason, I don't think his ego will let him retire. I don't see him going out the way he did last night. No. And, and sadly, he should. Uh, didn't Fox Sports uh, have an offer him for $300 million to be a broadcaster? I'd take that if I were him. I don't know. Tom Brady's not very good on the mic. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Tom Brady is no Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is entertaining. He's fun. Troy Aikman is, is old school, down to business. Every once in a while he'll have some fun, but I, I still think Troy is the class of the league, mainly because, well, he's Troy Aikman he can do no wrong. Tom Brady, I don't think that's it. Tom Brady's not a booth guy. Tom Brady would be, look, if you want to put Tom Brady somewhere, you put him in the pregame show. You fire Michael Strahan. You get rid of fucking, you know, I, I don't know. If he, goes, if he goes to CBS, he'll be lost. I mean, because the CBS pregame show sucks. Brady will suck in Vegas. Oh, sure. Oh, I, I agree with that totally. Now, before we get to the address, yesterday something happened, and I have to say it is the greatest Joe Biden moment of his entire presidency. And, yes, I have captured it, and we will play this so fucking much it will fucking hurt your ears. This, will, this may replace our birthdays. Yesterday, Joe Biden decided, hey, I'm going to do something off the cuff here. He was speaking the annual Martin Luther King breakfast hosted by uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton's National Action Network. And, of course, Martin Luther King III's wife was there, and she, it was her birthday. And Joe Biden delivered like only Joe Biden can. Are you ready for this? This is the most glorious moment of his presidency. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, dear Valen. What? Happy birthday what? to you. Wait, 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 wait. What was that, well, Joe? Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valen. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Oh, Joe. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear Lord in heaven. You did, no, you can't do that. What is this broad's name? Andrea Waters King. One more time. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her we'll family. We'll just do the happy birthday. On somebody's birthday, birthday sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valen. Happy birthday to you. Did he have a stroke? Did he have, did he die? <laughs> I mean... This puts to shame. Nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be a three-letter word. Jobs. J-O-B-S. That's jobs. four. Joe, Joe, that was four. Let me start off with two words. Two. Made in America. Oh, that's three, Joe. And to everybody who applauded that, y'all are a bunch of retards. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the hol Holocaust. What? So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. To build chips, the three nano chips, the three nano chip, chips that are three nano, and you know what I'm saying. What? No, I do not know what you're saying. Nano, no, no, I don't know. Once again, Joe, lead, lead us in this question. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Any of you Monty Python fans will know Joe counts to three by go one, two, five. Who the fuck is Alan? Did he try to say Valerie? Alicia's in the house. All right. Well, I promised that I'd wait. And now... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, I'm doing this because I am bitter and I am small. Before anybody calls me that. I received nine emails last night. Texts. Ahoy, Sanchez family. Giving you no clue of name. I've uh, been better to say happy birthday, dear Mrs. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. the third. I received this post, and it is all over the social medias. A statement from Cunt Scab. <clears throat> For physical, emotional, and mental health reasons, I need to take a leave of absence. I absolutely love being on the air every morning, dot, dot, dot. It's everything else that has pushed me to the brink and for the long term. Well, being of both the show and myself, I need to step away. I don't know if it will be days or weeks. I just know it has to be. 
For those of you who believe in prayer, please lift me up. Thank you for all your understanding, support, and patience. It is not easy for me to do this. In fact, I hate it, but it has to happen. I will be back. It's the dick boat. I have no idea what you're talking about there. Um, let me. I, I have no idea what's going on, nor do I care. Now, that's not saying I, I dislike everybody that sent this to me. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I don't care what's wrong with you. Oh, I smell something. Um, no, Zach, I, uh, there's a plethora of things going through my mind. So many things. I did check uh, arrests in the Sacramento area. Did not see his name. And uh, I wanted to comment. Arnie should take over while you're gone, but I couldn't comment. Comments are turned off. Oh, uh, let's see. So he has to make a leave of absence. Maybe he will stab himself in the back this time instead of others and fire himself. Get well, scabby, and then drive off a fucking cliff into a fucking pool of rabid sharks. Um, let's hope he shuts that shit show down. What happened to him? He's such a weenie now. Marital issues. Sounds like he's finally facing the fact the old show is so bad. However, Hoover Vacuums considered suing them and get their suck back. Sounds like he cheated on his wife. Got caught based on the statement. Either that or he's going to rehab. It could be a bunch of things. <laughs> Fat camp rehab, LOL. Um... Maybe, um, does he have the diabetes? Uh, new advertiser is a penis enlargement doctor that specializes in Botox. A new wife is leaving him. I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything about her, and, and obviously if she was bamboozled enough to marry him. Um, Look, I, I, I don't even want to guess what it is because, honestly, I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. Um, he was caught with producer Lapdog's cock in his mouth and vice versa, and the crutch wife didn't take it well. Um... Cowboys girl, yes, how about them cowboys? Yes, we already did all that singing and stuff. Um, let me just say this right now. <clears throat> I'll be politically correct and say, hey, I hope that that person gets the help that they need and all that kind of stuff. Now, with that being said, you still got an ass whooping coming, boy. Don't think that this little mental facade has ever saved you. You see, when I was no longer part of the show, a lot of bad things were said about me. A lot of bad things were said about my person and me personally.
I was equated to a photo booth at a Chuck E. Cheese. Not a founding member of that show. Not somebody who gave every bit of their life to that show. No, no, I was just a, 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 a wacky side piece that people enjoyed sometimes. Um, like I said, I hope you get the help you need, whether it's for your, your chronic alcoholism, your philandering, allegedly, even though your first wife has told me all kinds of stories. I, like, I, I hope you get the help. Now, this could be nothing more than a ploy to because the contracts are up. But I'm going to tell you this right now. That station, that company is done with you. They can't afford you. Now, now I already know what's going to happen. They're going to break into the podcast world and do all that kind of stuff. And they've got cameras up, and that's why we're working on all that kind of stuff. And he'll just resort to that. I already know where it's going. Okay, I, look, if this is a plea where he will blame uh, Audacity, because that's the name of the company now, saying, oh, they wouldn't give me the time that I needed, and this mental health thing is, is obviously in par to their ratings because their ratings suck now. Um, this show is going to be one of their greatest hits. Uh, you were the heart and soul of that show. I only listened because of you, and it grounded and real. The other two always seem fake and plastic. Well, I appreciate that. Um, uh, Cowboys Girl, what's going on is uh, there, there's a nice notice all over social media about a certain show's leader who is taking time off because he needs mental help. Now, now when I needed mental help, I did not go online. The show went on without me. By the way, they weren't number one those two months either. The ugly-shirted station manager happily showed me the numbers once. Now, now, I will always say, that show worked because of the chemistry of three people. It would not have been the same without anybody there. I, I, I'm just going to tell you the truth. The three people that were in that room together had magic. That's what it was. We knew each other. We knew what each other was going to say. We trusted each other. We worked as professionals. My world was fucking thrown into a loop when I had to go work with dog shit and jerk off. Literally, it would be like playing for the best organization in sports, whatever one you want to say it is, the Yankees, whatever. And I was playing at a, uh, a high school that had no funding for sports. That, that, that was the two levels. Dog and Joe were the shitty high school. The other show was the professional. And didn't you take a leave? Wasn't that when he got rid of you how poetic it would be uh, if he takes a leave and their supporters say goodbye to them? I keep wondering when he... <laughs> We'll have a fatal farm accident. Accident in quotes because Dum Dum Hallucin finally turned it into mulch. I'm thinking breaking contract. Look, whatever it is, it's weak. 
And, 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 and I'm, I'm just here to tell you, it's weak. Now, now, Scab, I'm sure you're listening to me right now because you get all your great ideas from me. <sighs> like always. Now, I, I will give he, he came up with bad news and happy music. Um, everything else, it's your kid here. Uh, it's nice to know that mental health uh, days are back, are the new black, all the rage, and he can just announce he needs some mental time. But when a member of the show was in crisis, a member who thousands felt like he was a family, when that member needed mental health day, where was the transparency? We were left in the dark to worry about you. This is just his selfish way to get attention. Fuck him, so selfish. I'm not sure when it expires. Um, believe me, I, I, I've looked into. I've got to look into it again and talk to an actual lawyer and pay a lawyer and go. When can I talk about this? Uh, I did uh, text Mikey last night before all this came down uh, to see if we're still on for next Monday. I'm still waiting to hear from him. I'm hoping we are because I, I enjoy being on the air with Mikey a lot. Oh, he was recently talking about contract BS was happening. Well, isn't that interesting? Boy, I didn't see through that one right away, did I? The official statement of the Arnie State Show is, I hope this person gets the help they need, dot, dot, dot. But you still got an ass whooping coming, boy. You can quote me on that one. That's all I'm saying. Remember when he used to talk shit about people taking mental health days? Eat some fucking crow, you balding, overrated, treacherous, not of afraid, fanged worms. Uh, Sanchez family says, now this is Sanchez family. I hope you die of ass cancer. Okay. So the sports show in Iowa is happening. Yes, in Davenport, Iowa, where we'll be doing high school football games. NDA should last more than five years. If it does, then it's probably not valid. Okay. Well, like I said, I, I, I don't want to jump the shark. Maybe a swift kick to the ass is what he needs. You need to help him. Oh, what? <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. Like, like I said, whatever. You know, it, I, 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 I don't smell it's real. It, and if it is real, then I think it's more on the relationship thing rather than his alcohol. Um, you know, he took last week off. I says, honey, said, please don't leave me. It's raining outside. Now, now, real quick, hold on a second here. Hold on. Y'all, y'all, y'all come real close, okay? Now, this is a gal who was in the army, right? I don't know a lot about I know that she's black. That's all that I really know about, and she's a lawyer. <laughs> He's fucked. Um, but last week, you remember, I, everybody everybody texted, oh, they're taking the day off because of rain. I read this thing, and I was like, something don't add up. And, and let me tell you what don't add up, because, oh, there's the other thing I know. She's black, Army, lawyer, and from my neck of the woods. She's from the Dallas area, from what I understand. Uh, I know that y'all had some storms there, and I'm not putting down your storms. Not at all. I understand storms are storms for people. It'd be like when Texas gets an earthquake. It's happened every once in a while, and it's like a, a two on the Richter scale. And everybody on the West Coast goes, ah, you don't know what earthquakes are, and they're right. 
I know y'all had the atmospheric river come through. But she grew up in an area of the country that's known as Tornado Alley. Three years ago, two Category 5 storms hit literally a mile away from the house I grew up in. Two! A third one hit like four miles from where I live now. We don't get all pussed up over storms. So when that that thing was written, honey, stay home with me. I didn't buy that shit. I didn't buy that shit at all. Something's going on. Look, look, he's never going to tell you what it is. We won't know uh, the truth unless, you know, (laughs) and she ain't going to sell him out. Zookeeper might sell him out, but probably not because that guy has no soul either. Yeah, yeah, Gary, I'm talking to you, you scumbag. So, once again, hey, they get some time off, good for them. More power to them. More power to them. And, and by the way, I hope the company moves on. Because when that company moves on, he's done. He's burnt so many bridges that he is going to have to go this route. I, look, I burned bridges, but I did it after I was stabbed in the back. That motherfucker's never been stabbed in the back. We'll work on that. But there you go. That, that, that's all I'm going to say about it. If you guys find out info, send it to me, and we, we might talk about it, whatever. Um, but like I said, the official statement is I hope he gets the help that he needs. But, boy, you still got an ass whooping coming, and you should know that. <laughs> uh, you left something out, Ogre. He says, hey, hey, we'll enjoy time off by getting anally violated by every rooster, goat, and pig on their alleged farm, and then she'll eat them. <laughs> he fucks the refrigerator with arms. Isn't his name pronounced dum-dum? Yes, and I was the one who gave him that. I was the game who, one who gave him the last name of Key. Let's remember I came up with Moose on Skates. Oh, we're going on vacation. Paid. That was me. And I, and I only say all these things not to boast my own ego and not to boast my own, but to make me not a a a a, a larger part of that show. And and look, look, I know. I know it's wrong of me. Donald, you were one of the people that sent me one of the many emails. Thank you very much for that last night uh, about this current situation. In my heart of hearts, I believe some things happen. And, and I can talk about this, of what my beliefs are, because these aren't part of the NDA. But isn't it weird? And this is why that last part of my official show statement is out there. Isn't it weird that When I went to dog shit and jerk off, it was no big deal. It wasn't a big deal until we hit number one, and we actually did have more listeners uh, than the other show. And I left. And I went to Reno. 
and I was told we were going to start something big there, a local sports show. Not sure, Alicia. I've got to check all that out. Um, um, but I went to Reno, and uh, I booked a, a stand-up show at the Silver Legacy. Now, let's remember, I have a star at the Silver Legacy. I had my first real big stand-up show at the Silver Legacy, and I sold over 2,200 tickets. I sold two more tickets than Bill Cosby, who at the time was still loved and revered flozzle-dozzle before all the raping allegations came out, and he was the record ticket holder. I had sold the most tickets in Silver Legacy history for a stand-up comedian, something I was very, very, and still to this day, very proud of. But even before that, let, let, let's go back just a little bit, shall we? When I was working with Dog Shit and Jerk Off, and it happened the day after Dusty Rhodes died. The American dream, baby, Dusty Rhodes. I was bummed out because Dusty Rhodes died because I love Dusty Rhodes as a wrestler. But the next day I was bummed out even more because as I was doing my social media prep for the show, I noticed that there were two people that were raising their statues high and proudly in Las Vegas because they were inducted into the Nevada Broadcasting Hall of Fame, something that I had gotten us all nominated for the year before. Where was my trophy? Now, a lot of people saw that, a lot of people who were in the Hall of Fame. And I still hold a certain uh, uh, record with the Nevada Broadcasting Hall of Fame as I was nominated by over 30 people. So I had to wait till the next year, and I got into the Hall of Fame by myself. As you know, I got that Hall of Fame trophy for my dad. It would have been nice to go in with the people that I deserve to go in with. But that's okay. That was shot... That, that was shot probably 14 or 15 at me. And it was that trip that the general manager, Dane the Midget, pulled me aside in Las Vegas and said, we want to start a big show with you, a big sports show. We had an FM station that was a sports station, which is fantastic. And I said, absolutely, positively, I could be close to my dad. No-brainer. I don't normally wish this kind of hateful shit, but is his father still alive? Uh, Last I checked, maybe his father died. Again, it takes a lot of darkness for me to say this, but karma is a bitch. I I, I don't know. And his dad was really a a nice, very well-educated man. I hope that's not the case, and I hope his mom didn't die either even though those people have kicked me to the curb too. But I, I understand why, because somebody pays for them to live, live healthy. Um, so I go to Reno, and I book a show. And I'll, I'll tell you what, my th- this was my fee. I said, I get half of the door. That's all I wanted. Because I knew how much money that'd be. 
If I can sell 2,000 more tickets at $30 each, I'm going to make some decent money for, for an hour and a half of work. I said, you keep all the liquor. That's yours. I don't want any part of the bar sales. Half of the door. We agreed to it, signed the contract, did everything. Tickets went on sale. I checked ticket sales, and I was selling a lot of tickets. It was amazing. I remember the Warbird had posted a picture, and it comes up every once in a while in my uh, in my uh, memories on Facebook or whatever. And the Warbird posted a picture, and I think they had six tickets. Six. I knew the station had purchased a lot of tickets that they were going to give out throughout the entire building. And I was pulled aside and said, you know, none of these tickets can be given away on the morning show. And I said, I wouldn't want them given away on that show. He said, okay. We were about two weeks out, actually a week out from the big show. I had been checking my ticket sales. I was at about, but and, and at the Silver Legacy, you could pick your seats where you wanted to sit. And if those seats were sold, it was gray. And about 70% of the tickets were gray. I get called in. And this was not the usual person that I dealt with. This was somebody else. And I had heard rumblings that there was a certain show that was doing a lot of things with the Silver Legacy at that time. I said, uh, hey, Arnie, um... Hey, here we got some bad news. We we're gonna have to postpone your show. And I said, Oh, okay. How how come? And he looked me in the eye and he goes, Well, you've only sold a hundred tickets. And, and went off in my head. Now 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 look, I'm not going to get into a motherfucker battle when I'm on their turf. Um, and point out to him, well, what does all this mean? And, and I knew that I, I, I had sold way more than that just by people telling me that. Well, that wasn't the end of it. <clears throat> this guy, and, and I, I've, I've heard some rumors, and I'm not going to say it's necessarily true, um, but something was said to the Silver Legacy that if you wanted to continue to get business from Sacramento, uh, the show will be postponed or canceled. And I remember a, a very, very dear friend of mine from L.A. was coming up, our original consultant, the one that, that helped build the show, a guy named Ken. Ken and I were very close. Now, Ken is also close with other people. And he flew up there for it. Why? Well, because nobody reached out to him who it, or any other people that bought tickets to say the show was canceled. I remember he showed up that night, and he was in town. He's like, well, let's go to dinner. Do you mind eating at the Silver Legacy? I said, no, I don't mind. What I did mind was seeing all my posters still up and around. Wait a second. Why are my posters up if I canceled the show? And by the way, I met about 200 people that night were bummed because they had tickets to the show.
Needless to say, I was devastated by it. Thank God I had dear good friends at the Calneva, and we made that show happen. And by the way, this is something I haven't realized until this moment. That show, which was a really, really good written show, my dad didn't get to see because he died five days before that show happened, which means if it would have been the original date, my dad could have seen me one more time perform. I'm just now thinking about that and figuring it out because I blocked a lot of stuff out. And then the ratings came out in Reno. And though this lowly sports station that doesn't have any numbers. Had a one share in my time slot. A one share. They threw me in in the second week of September, so I didn't even get an entire ratings book. Yet, it went from a one share to a five. Huh. Now, at the time, I was told by the general manager, Dane the Midget, and shit-eater Mike Murray, the assistant dick sucker there, that, oh, oh, um, that's because of the NFL. Which, by the way, I had done a story the day they told me that, that the numbers were actually down for the NFL. This is during the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Close to 13% across television. So what you're telling me is that the television numbers have gone down 13%, but amazingly, the, the radio numbers have jumped by 400%. Uh, one share means you have like 1% of the market listening, and then in three months, you've taken 1% and turned it into 5%. It, it, it's kind of like that. That's a one share compared to a five share. It's a big deal to jump up that much. Um, and I was never told, uh, I was told by one person, my, my program director, this guy named Ken with no neck, because he couldn't move his neck. Like, like he, he, If he had to turn his head, he had to turn his whole body. Uh, he, go, he came in my studio one day as I was getting ready for the show. And uh, he said, hey, I just want to say, uh, you did a really great job. You did a really great job. And I said, thanks. That's all I wanted. I knew I wasn't going to get a bonus or anything like that. I just wanted somebody to say attaboy. I, I, hey, I like attaboys, especially if I earned them. And wouldn't you know, the next day, I was laid off. I'm not fired. I'm laid off. 
And I looked at Dane the Midget when he said that to me, and, and this is when the, uh, the burning of bridges began. And it was funny because when, uh, when that shit eater, Mike Murray, came and got me, I could tell he was crying. You can tell when somebody's crying. We went down to Dane the Midget's office. He said, well, Arnie, I want to point out to you that you're not fired, uh, but we're laying you off. And I looked at him, I said, well, what's the fucking difference? Well, here's the deal, Arnie. We can't afford to pay you this year. We can't, we, we can't afford you for the year um, because we had some new music licensing things come out, which was bullshit. I, I, I mean, as soon as I heard the music licensing, uh, the only thing that played in my head was... <laughs> You see, because when you're a publicly traded company, the company pays those fees. But. And then they handed me a check that had half my salary on there because I still had six months left on my contract. Which, riddle me this, Batman. If you can't afford me, why are you willing to give me my entire contract money and let me walk away? Well, you have nothing to replace it. Movie time laid off. Auto workers get paid off. Was that gung-ho? That's the only one I can think of. Um, And then the rest has been uh, history, really. I got fired. I started the podcast. Well, Dad then died, and I started the podcast. So that's the reason why the official show statement is, and you know what? Let's go ahead and just do this. We're going to go ahead and put this on Facebook. God damn, that fucking cop in, New- in Nashville. Boy, that, that, that lady has got to fucking. That cop in Nashville that fucked all those cops, she's got to move to a third world country. Official statement. I hope. Uh, get the help they need. But boy. You still got an ass-kicking coming. There you go. That's my official statement. Um, yeah, so there you go. There is, uh, th- there is my uh, retort on what has uh, gone down. In the middle of that, we did play Joe Biden and his biggest gaffe yet today, if you missed that. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you.
Damn it. Got to edit this post. No, 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 no. Edit, edit post. Nope. Hold on a second. Okay, there it is. There we go. Now we got it up there. Um, all right, there you go. That's all uh, there. Uh, all right, let's see. He's immediately taking taking that post to his lawyer and shaking. I don't care. Hey, I didn't say any names. I could be talking about anybody in the hospital right now. Yesterday, Joe Biden, um, let's see, not only did he fuck up this birthday song, Joe Biden decided that he was going to go after guns as well. Uh, He said those who argue they need assault weapons to fight the government need a much bigger arsenal to stand a chance. This is his go-to line where you need an F-14 to fight the government and all this kind of stuff because he wants to get rid of AR-15s. He wants to get rid of semi-automatic weapons. Now, I know that the Ass family has a lot of uh, gun people. I'm not a gun person. I'm not a gun person. And I need to ask a question. Legit question here. I'm not trying to be a dick here. I'm in favor of the Second Amendment like nobody's business. But aren't pretty much all guns that aren't revolvers aren't uh, even revolvers can can i ask a silly question and and please feel free to fucking chide me and hammer me for not knowing this that's fine aren't all guns sold in america legally semi-automatic i'll 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 i'll, I'll wait i'll i'll take your answer Firesaw is right, not revolvers. Most hunting uh, rifles are bolt action. No, you can buy revolvers legally as well. Oh, that, 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 that. I said not revolvers. Okay, I, I, I appreciate the hunting thing. Pump action, shotgun, and lever action, and bolt action revolvers are not semi-automatic. Okay, okay, okay. What about guns that have magazines? All guns with magazines are semi-automatic. Correct? Are we going to ban those two? I would guess more than 50% of sales are semi-automatic. A bolt-action rifle requires manual reloading each time. Okay, I appreciate that. Like I said, like I said, I'm not a gun guy. I don't know the lingo. I hope I used magazine correctly and because I didn't say clip. Bolt-actions use magazines usually. Okay, but like, okay, a 9 millimeter. Let me add a 9mm or a Colt 45. Are those semi-automatic? Just wondering. No, if I give my revolver a penthouse, it's still not a semi-automatic. Okay. 
But what about a 45 and a Glock and a 9mm? They have bolt action with a magazine. Wait a second. For like like a hand like like I I don't know, like I said. You have to manually reload a a, a Glock or a nine millimeter. Colt forty five is a pistol, the original, but the new Colt isn't. Yes, basically guns sold are semi-auto. It's next to impossible to purchase. Oh, you can't purchase a fully automatic. Uh, Fully automatic weapons are illegal in America. Colt 45 and two zigzags, baby, is all we need. So he's against semi-automatic weapons. So, um, So he's against Glocks and all those things as well because those would be semi-automatic. I think back to the movie, um, oh, the one with uh, the Benicio Del Toro, Sicario 2, where he gets the, the drug lord in the street, and he puts his finger there in the, uh, where, 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 where the trigger is, and he just goes, click, 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 click. Fully automatic rifles are legal only if you go through a strict extensive permitting process. It's why you only see them. Uh, in some shooting ranges, like in Nevada and New Mexico, okay. Joe is pro-tyranny. Fully autos are not illegal, but you need extra tax stamp and further inspection into your background. Okay. Some rifles are bolt-action with magazines. Most handguns with a magazine are semi-auto. Okay. That's all I look, look, look. Joe and the Democrats want your guns. That's the meat and potatoes of this. In the Beretta 9-2FS was the pistol Del Toro used. See, I knew somebody would know that. That was a pretty badass scene, too. Um, They are coming after your guns. Now, if they can't get your guns, what they're going to do is limit you on how much ammo you can buy, even more so than they already have. Did he use uh, the made-up political term fully semi-automatic weapon? I I don't know if he did. I just know that he wants to go after it, and he did his stupid whispering thing, and he did all that bullshit. Democrats want your guns. That's all you need to know. The end. They'll start with the AR-15, and they will work their way down. Gal says, from my cold, dead hands, hey, The fully automatic weapon ban, I believe, went into place sometime in the 30s, right? Is, is it the 30s or was it like 1919 after World War I? And we allowed that to happen. We the people. You see, because when you look at the Second Amendment, it just says you can bear arms. It doesn't say the word auto, anything in there. Now, do I think it's a good idea that... <laughs> Joe American owns a fully automatic machine gun? Probably not. Arnie, they only want the guns that kill people, though. Those wacky guns that you sit on a table, and then, you know, after like four years, they're tired of sitting on the table, and the gun gets up on its own. It goes on a shooting spree. (laughs) 
Longhorn Wiener does. I can't get mine since they don't know exactly how many I have. I want to say it was the late 20s or 30s in response to all the mobsters using the Thompson machine gun. I know at some point I'm going to fall asleep. Just got home. My weekend has started, so I'll say it now. Fuck Biden, fuck Scabby, and fuck all the peons. Yes. Mark my words, he's coming for your guns. And he's lucky. Well, well, we're lucky. We're lucky that we did actually vote Republicans into the House because it's got to start there. Or it might start in the Senate, but if it gets over the House, they will fucking ixnay it. Ah. I love seeing how they take our rights from us one at a time, slowly here, slowly there. Yeah, be thankful for the number six to three is in the Supreme Court. Oh, very thankful of that. And by the way, it was it was five four the original one or this way when it was um, when they wanted to uh, when when they went after hate speech, and the Supreme Court said, "Up, ah, uh, hold on a second. Hate speech is still free speech in this country, and it is protected. I'm not talking about violently threatening anybody or anything like that." But hate speech is protected under the First Amendment of the Constitution. Which was why a lot of these states, like Texas now, have enacted these laws in place that social media can no longer, no matter if you you check it off, you can't literally give your rights away to a company. And you can check and say, oh, I adhere to the rules of Facebook and all that kind of stuff, but your rights still come up before that. Even prisoners still have some civil rights and some rights in America. We're talking about non-prisoners, though, that they're treating like prisoners. They want you to be quiet, and they don't want you to be armed. The amendment was written to allow the people to overthrow the government. Uh, uh, If they became tyrannical, all gun control is unconstitutional. I will give you this one right here. Um, Correct the mundo! Because, well, look, look, I, and I hate to turn this whole hour, you know, into all this stuff, but we, we might not take a break today. I, I don't know, because we still have listener mail we got to do. Um, I'll probably play a couple songs just to get another soda and pee. Um, all you are to the federal government right now especially is their paychecks. Now, I don't know about you, but when something was paying me, I treated it pretty well. Like, like I had a good job, and I made a lot of money doing what I did. I spent a lot of money, too. I ain't going to lie. But I was always good to that job. I showed up on time. I worked hard. I did extra. Why? Because they were paying me. Why is it that senators and representatives and governors and city council people don't realize that the money that they're making is from us. We are the government. We are their bosses. 
I should be allowed to walk into the Capitol anytime I want. You know why? My tax dollars built that Capitol. Now, if I go in there and start causing harm and wrecking shit, then I should be arrested. I love that more videos are coming out about January 6th. I saw one recently where the cops just pulled the barricades aside and pretty much led the people in the building themselves. No break. How is Alicia going to regale us with another saga of porcelain? Well, she might fall asleep. Gun control requires a lot of practice. Um, they want you to sit down, shut up, because they're the smart ones. They're the ones that know what's best for us. This fucking senile 80-year-old man doesn't know what's best for him at night. How many times do you think he's peed the bed in the White House? I, I Look, look, I, I will say this. He's been there for, what, almost two years now? Two full years? That motherfucker has pissed in the fucking White House bed at least 12 times. I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. Jill wakes up and goes, damn it, Joe, you did it again. This is the first president that's had rubber sheets in the White House. We had a Speaker of the House that was so fucking drunk all the time, you could smell it through the TV. Uh, I've become quite the troll on Twitter now. Actually, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, and, and Tommy started me on this. Yes, I'm blaming Tommy for this. Some asshole yesterday decided to say, I think we should see the tax returns of the Supreme Court justices. I said, yeah, I I would go for that as long as we got to see the tax returns of Nancy Pelosi. I'd like to know how Nancy Pelosi is worth close to $200 million in a job that doesn't pay anywhere near that. Good investments. Okay. Okay. It depends on his depends. So he says, it depends, Arnie. Did he have his depends on? Oh, he free balls it at night. Joe, Joe gets into his, his uh, presidential pajamas, buttons them up. By the way, who wears pajamas anymore? Does anybody actually go out and get sets of pajamas? Yes, I know all you motherfuckers at Christmas who have the matching pajamas. Boy, you want to see? You, you, oh, killing spree! I'm just telling you that right now. But like, he puts his presidential pajamas on, no underwear. He just gets in bed, pisses the bed. How about tax returns for all Congress and senators? Oh, I, I, I that would be. There you go. Well, Cowboys Girl, thank you for letting us know you sleep in your birthday suit. You're not an 80-year-old man that wets the bed either. Uh, should be a requirement for office. I'd like to see that. We won't. Of course we won't because they'll protect one another. This is what they do. Mm. 
What else happened yesterday? Let's see. Uh, what did Tim Scott tears into the administration? Top Republican tears into Biden administration for sitting on document discovery for two months and trying to engineer a scandal. By the way, by the way, now, now look here. I'm tired. Okay. Uh, I, the first hour of the show was a little emotional, a little, a little tough in some parts. Some things I realized for the first time ever. Um, but I, I just want somebody, anybody, to please explain to me. And, and, and it has to be a real explanation. It can't be it's because he's a Democrat and this guy's a Republican. Okay, I, I need a real explanation. And by the way, the number of documents, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Trump had something like 300. I know that Biden's had, what, like 60 or 70? How is it any different? Now, that's the narrative right now. It's the narrative in the media. How is it any different of what Donald Trump did compared to Joe Biden, except for the fact that the the president can actually do that and then declassify those documents? Now, maybe he didn't do those, whatever. Okay, that's fine. Why was the FBI sent to his personal residence, went through everything, went through panties, went through a 16-year-old's room? Why is it, though? And by the way, uh, it was in a secure, the documents were placed in a secure area where they're supposed to be when you declassify things. Joe Biden's were in a closet at a university that he says he was a professor at, which he wasn't. Then the other cash cow was at his garage locked next to his Corvette. By the way, the same house that Hunter Biden uses as his driver's license address. Now, Hunter Biden had some dealings with the Chinese and the Ukrainians and the Russians. Isn't it weird that he had classified documents at his house at the same time that he was dealing with these people? Now, where is the FBI raiding that house? I mean, like, like. You've seen police, like they go to a house of a person that's murdered like four people, like this guy in Idaho. You saw a bunch of police presence there. You see a lot of police presence when they go into a house of somebody that killed one person. Now, that's different because the number of people, but still the same crime and murder. Aside from the spin and the narrative that the media is trying to present, I'd like to know, please, please let me know, how is this different? Oh, the other one that I don't want to hear is that the vice president can't do that. I already know that, and that's what the vice president tried to do. He's not allowed to do that. Now, where is Barack Obama coming out and saying, oh, I I gave Joe those documents, and I declassified them. Yes, uh, that's what I did here in my home in Chicago. Michelle will back me up, right, Michelle? Right, Barack. 
Arnie, if it gets tough, just bear down. Maybe that'll help or do a story about Florida because those wacky people can always cheer you up. Yes, they can. The spin that we're hearing is that Trump was told to turn them in and he refused for a year, but Biden turned them in right away. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. The Biden administration sat on this for two months. By the way, those two months were September and October. You know, before the actual midterms. That's when they originally found these papers was before the midterms. Do you think that might have fucking swayed things? Remember the Mar-a-Lago thing happened before the midterms. Oh, my God. Interesting. One is a D, though. It's all good. Nothing to see here. Move along, sheepy. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, Scott, I agree. That's what they're telling us. I'm not buying it because it's not different. It's the same crime. And in the name of transparency, they waited until January. Yeah, very, very transparent of them. Uh, let's see. We're found in a think tank where Biden previously had private office in D.C. Uh, Scott claimed there was a two-tier justice system at play. Well, duh. Rules for thee, not for me. <laughs> I'm going to save that one for later. We'll save that one for tomorrow, probably tomorrow here. Um, oh, I'm going to do this story. I'm going to do, I, I have to do this story today. Um, Chuck Schumer came out yesterday and said, the Senate needs to be very clear and clear the runway for Joe Biden's FAA pick to be confirmed after the nationwide shutdowns and Southwest chaos. So we're supposed to confirm another failure from Joe Biden? First of all, the chief of the FAA answers to the secretary of, let's all say it together, transportation, who is Mayor Pete Bootygig. Mayor Pete Bootygig has fucked the royal donkey on this one. How come nobody except me and some other people that are smart or at least paying attention have called for the unseating of Secretary of Transportation Pete Bootygig due to the fact that the airlines are not running good? We're having all kinds of issues in shipping, and it's because we hired somebody who has no clue how to do the job. Kind of like... Karine Jean-Pierre. She's somebody who is out of her element. And every time she talks... You are literally too stupid to insult. I I mean, seriously. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing. But there's a reason. Damn, she's good at her job. Yeah. 
The hags on The View think these documents of Joe's were planted by Republicans. Oh, that I love that narrative. That's my favorite narrative out there. Oh, the Republicans put them there. Well, if you want to look at it, let's look at it this way, shall we? Shall, shall we? Shall we look at it this way? Was it the Republicans that pulled the old leg sweep on Bernie Sanders? No, no, no. That was the Democratic National Committee, the DNC for short, because they knew they knew that Hillary couldn't do it. I, I, I mean, they, they knew that Hillary couldn't beat Bernie Sanders. So what'd they do? They crippled him. Do you remember watching? Do you, do you, let's go back to 2016 real fast, shall we? Just uh, let, me, let me find it. There it is. Okay. 2016, the rallies that were going on, Hillary had maybe 100 people at hers. Bernie was selling out stadiums. So was Trump. And then the DNC decided to just shit can Bernie. <clears throat> All for Hillary. And what happened? Well, Donald Trump became president. Do not put it above the Democratic National Committee, who do not want this buffoon running in 2024 because he has just shit the bed completely. They don't want him to run. And they refused a 25th Amendment him. So now they're going to fucking besmirch him and kill his legacy. And I'm okay with that. Stackhauer, I know he admits that he takes him there, but the hags on the view say, oh, no, they were planted. But Arnie, I thought Pete was experienced with choo-choo trains. Different kind of train. Pete Booty Geek, he did a lot different kind of trains. All right, final story of this first hour and a half long break here. And this is great. Could you imagine how fucked up the country would be if Biden had won in 2016? Oh, dear Lord. Well, this is how fucked up it is. And, and, and every time somebody says something about how Joe Biden is an upstanding member of society and he's such a great guy, I always, I always tweet to people, hey, you might want to ask 13 Marine families about how they feel about Joe Biden. Then I hit did nothing but silence after that. Timmy, good morning. Timmy and Nicole, good morning, ass family. Just got to work and wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed the show so far this morning. AIG forever. I love you guys. You guys are fantastic. Rear Admiral Booty Gig. Okay, so let, let's go back to that when Joe Biden uh, like got all those Marines murdered. You remember when we pulled out of Afghanistan and we left fucking billions of dollars worth of weapons behind? Oh, oh, and we also allowed the Taliban to take control of a whole country. That's right. The ruling party of Afghanistan is the Taliban. And you remember a couple weeks ago, they came out and they said, no school for you women. Remember how it was important that women got rights over there and the Taliban said, oh, sure, we're going to give them rights. <laughs> and lefts. Ha <laughs> ha. They said, nope, y'all gals can't go to school no more. Well, the Taliban has stricken again, my friends. 
This is so fantastic. Under the Taliban's rule, mannequins in women dress shops across the Afghani capital of Kabul have got to have their heads covered. Holy shit! That's right. We don't want to see any lady mannequin faces here. They're cloaked in cloth sacks or wrapped in black plastic bags. Initially, the Taliban wanted the mannequins to be outright beheaded. Holy shit! They're fucking mannequins, you assholes! You know, the Taliban, that's comedy right there. That is comedy gold. Can you see this leader of the Taliban walking down the street? I don't know, eating uh, probably a, a rutabaga raw. Bites into rutabaga, looks over and sees this dress shop, and he sees an, a, a mannequin that's got a face. He throws the rutabaga at it. Oh, take, cover her face now, or I burn your shop down. I mean... Yeah, he looked at it, and he just went. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. I said it. I said I said it. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Are they allowed to have boobies? Uh, they probably all covered up. Ogre says, this sounds like an SNL skit, if SNL had a sense of humor. Yeah, this is a, this is a fucking comedy bit. They want the mannequins beheaded. Are they going to have a big display in in the public square and behead all mannequins? The new Taliban law, they want goats covered head to toe and not to tempt them. It's okay, I can say that. I'm from a country that's ten countries over from there. (laughs) Yeah, that's your backyard, Stackar. You can say that. Uh, but here's here's the best part is that somebody, I don't know who did this, but they got a picture of it, and there you go. <laughs> and you click on the story, you'll see this fucking mannequin with a fucking scarf over her face. Oh God damn it! I I love the world sometimes. Sometimes the world is just fan fucking tastic. Ah, uh, the phone number is 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. If you want to write the show, you still got time. Uh, we got listener mail coming up next.
Sunday morning, man, she woke up fighting mad Bitching and moaning on and on about the time I had And by Tuesday you could say that girl was good as gone And then when Thursday came around I was all Then I want a hundred bucks on a scratch-off ticket Bought two twelve-packs and a tank of gas with it She swore they were a waste of time all, oh, but she was wrong I was calling number five on the radio station One a four-day, three-night beach vacation Deep-sea seniorita fishing down in Panama
I hear people talking bad about the way we have to live here in this country. Harping on the wars we fight and griping about the way things ought to be. And I don't mind them switching sides and standing up for things they believe in. When they're running down my country, man, they're walking on the fighting side of me. Yeah, walking on the fighting side of me Running down the way of life I'm fighting and thought we died to keep If you don't love it, leave it Let this song I'm singing be a warning You running down my country, man You walking on the fighting side of me Some squirrely guy who claims He just don't believe in fight And I wonder just how long The rest of us can count on being free They love our milk and honey But they preach about some other way of living When they're running down my country horse They're walking on the fighting side of me yeah, walking on the fighting side of me Running down with life I'm fighting in a far died key If you don't love it, leave it Let this song I'm singing be a warning When you running down my country, man You walking on the fighting side of me Yeah, walking on the fighting me. Running down with life, I'm fighting in a fog that keep. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be warning. When you running down my country, man, you walking on right beside me. Oh. I gotta fart real bad and I gotta shit real bad and I'm afraid if I fart I'm gonna shit. There are only two outcomes in this situation and they both include the fire department. Oh. FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Now, I'm confused on the mixer board here. Christopher, that was Luke Combs. Uh, the song before Merle Haggard there. That was Luke Combs, When It Rains, It Pours. You said you really liked that song, so there you go. Uh, Cowboys Girl says Cowboys cut their kicker Mar after those mixed points last night. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I called it during the game. He's gone. Arnie, you probably already talked about it, and I'll go back and listen, but I'm wondering what the heck Jerry is going to do about Maher. He was such a good kicker all season. I wonder what's going on in his head last night. Well, look, 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 look. 
I haven't really talked about the the field goal kick, the kicker who missed four extra points and missed them all horribly. Made the fifth one, thank God. Uh, yeah, you got to right now. You cut him. You you have to because he has the yips. Yeah, you get these uh, whether in golf that they're called the yips. There's another word that that starts with uh, um, S and it 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 ends with Tom Hanks, just minus the Tom. I don't think they released him yet. Okay. Um, he's got the yips. He's got the hosel rockets right now. And you, you look, look, the kicker has one job on the team. One job and one job only. They don't sit at practice all the time. They go out there, they kick five or six balls, and then they're inside playing ping pong or fucking I don't know what kickers do. He has been a great kicker all year long. But if he's got the yips now, I'm sorry. You got to let him go. Bring him back next year if you want. But, hey, uh, I'm just telling you, that guy is not going to help the Cowboys in the playoffs. Uh, Yeah, you can get – well, what what happens if he gets hurt? You can't get a new kicker then? I mean, this is a mental hurt. You cut the kicker for missing field goals, but not Dak for firing interceptions. Well, they can still pay the kicker whatever's left on his salary, which is probably whatever league minimum is. They they can't just pay off Dak with $150 million, so that's how. Um, yeah, that motherfucker, yeah, four extra points, gone. Gone. I'm just telling you, gone. It is time for Listener Mail, which is brought to you each and every week by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Let me tell you about the rest. The rest, they like to show up at your house, they give you an estimate, and then they start working. And then like halfway into it, when your house is all ripped apart, they come to you and they go, I need a mental health of a day or two or six weeks, because of all the things I've done in my life, they're all coming back to roost. And then they take your money that you spent on them, and they take their mental health day, and what they do with that money is they purchase more senior citizens that they can traffic. You know who doesn't do that? You know who doesn't take mental health days off? You know who is actually, and you got to give it up to this man. This man with all the weather that's been happening in northern Nevada and northern California, he has been digging himself out of a fucking atmospheric river that ran through his damn house. And he's still out there putting in floors. My man Jesse, give him a call at 775-267-4123. Um, the rest are taking leave of absence due to mental health reasons, although I have feeling... It has more to do with their constant trips to the Asian massage parlor, just saying. I recently saw the rest purchase a bulk amount of penicillin. (laughs) There you go. Christopher, uh, great minds do think alike. Uh, All right, let's get to the mail, shall we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. (laughs) Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I just wanted to second what you had to say to the guy last week who wanted your advice but wouldn't give his real name. I remember this letter, somebody who blacks out when they drink but they don't think they have a problem, which, hey, that's okay. I didn't think I had a problem for the longest time either until you realize that you don't have a problem. I, too, asked you a long time ago about quitting drinking. 
exactly five years ago, and you were there for me. I have been sober ever since. I took your advice, and even to this day, I tell myself every day in the mirror, when I wake up, I'm not going to drink today. Thank you for being you, all capitalized. You have an ass family member for life. That's Mary, and she says, that is my real name. Mary, I'm so happy for you. And let me just say this right now. It's not my advice. I stole that from my dad. My dad said the greatest tip that he ever got, and he used it, and he used it pretty much every day of his life. He looks himself in the mirror and says, I'm not going to drink today. And he says he tells himself that in the mirror because you will be the only person that you have to let down then. And you don't want to let yourself down. So, Mary, congratulations to you on five sober years. Keep up the hard work. And I'm always here. That, that, that's, look, look, I'm not going to lie. I like, I, I like doing this for a living. This is, a, it's easy for me. I love doing it. I love making people laugh. I do. I truly do. Um, but the biggest sense of accomplishment I get is when I get letters like this. I just, look, if I've gone through it and I can do it, I'm not near as strong as a lot of people. Nowhere near as strong as a lot of people who have had real bad things happen in their lives. I've had some bad things happen, but hey, you get through it. And if I can help you out, then that, 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 that means more to me than anything. I'll still take laughter over that because laughter is a drug and I'm an addict. But that right there, I, I love getting those emails. Not gay as gay. Uh, says 56 so, uh, months so far and I haven't married another prostitute yet. Well, there you go. 56 months. Good job. Cowboys Girl says, good job, Mary. Mm-hmm. It can be done. It sucks. It's hard. Look, I, I look to Mary. You know, you know, and not gay ass guy. You know, you know how hard it is. Especially early on, you go out with your friends and they don't want to drink in front of you, but you don't want to feel like you're holding them down. It's tough, and you got through it, and you got through it without drinking. Congratulations. Uh, congrats, Mary. Bravo to you for reaching out and taking the advice given. Amen to that. Now, what I also like to tell people is you got a long way to go to catch up to the kid because I'm celebrating year number 26 this year. Yeah, 26 years this year. Hold this. Hardest thing to decide to live. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, but, yeah, I will be celebrating. April 6th will be 26 years. Very proud of that. Very, very proud. I, I don't get a chip. I don't get them now until every five years, so I got to make it to 30 before I get my next chip. Uh, all right, next mail here. Let's go. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, not only good advice, but words of wisdom and encouragement. That's what I'm here to do. Uh, I won't live long enough to catch up to yarn. <laughs> Uh, Arnie's so proud of you. Well, thank you. I, I'm very proud of that fact. All right, this is from Nick. It says, Dear Arnie, with the first round of the playoffs now over, will you still be watching? 
Or if the Cowboys move on, how far do you think they make it this year? Who's your odds on favor to be in and then win the Super Bowl? Man, Nick, why are, you, why are you doing this to me the day after a monumental win? I mean, we beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. I mean, that, that let me celebrate. Um, look, I'm going to pick. Oh, oh, picks, uh, the, the, the football picks here. Joe and I tied this week at four and two. Cowboys came through for me, baby. Woo! Um... There is no team that I hate in the NFL more than the San Francisco 49ers for a cattlecade of reasons. I think we talked about one of those reasons this morning at great length. I don't like the team. I don't like the franchise. I hate the city. Of course, I will pick my beloved Dallas Cowboys to win this weekend against the 69ers. There it is. Um, but look, I, I've said it. I've said it for weeks now. I think the Niners are the best team in the NFC. It'll take it'll take the greatest performance from Dak Prescott to win that game. Is it in him? Oh, I, show you, I think somewhere down deep inside him, he's, he's got the ability to win big games. I hope. If not, then he doesn't need to be in the NFL. But, look, I'm going to pick the Cowboys on Sunday. Or whenever they – I don't even know how this round – and by the way, why, did, why was it called the Super Wild Card Weekend? That was stupid. You can only use Super for Super Bowl NFL. You already own that, and you're probably going to sue me for saying it right now. Don't call it the Super Wild Weekend or Wild Card Weekend. That was dumb. I so hope the Cowboys beat the shit out of the Niners. All I want to hear is the fans complain. It'll bring me so much joy. What do you have against Santa Clara? <laughs> uh, this will be, I think, the best game of the week. I hope it is. Um, Eagles-Giants, I think the Eagles kicked the shit out of them. Wait, I don't even know the AFC matchups. Hold on, let me let me look at the AFC. I haven't I haven't even looked yet. Um, um, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. All right, so we play on uh, uh, Sunday at six thirty on Fox three or four thirty five thirty my time. We're the early, okay uh, Kansas City. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Kansas City's winning that by 100. Cincinnati at Buffalo. Ooh, that's going to be a good game. I think that's the game of the weekend right there. A little rematch. Now, now look here. If the Bills want to stick it up Cincinnati's ass, DeMar Hamlin better be at this game. I don't know why DeMar Hamlin wasn't at the other playoff game. I don't know. But if he's at this game... You're going to see a fired-up team. I don't know, Arnie. <laughs> Somebody just take it. Who takes this? Zach, Zach just texted this, and he goes, I don't know, Arnie. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I picked the Cowboys to win, but I know the Niners are a good team. My boys might lose. Yep. <laughs> Don't let me in with that. <laughs> uh, Whitewash says emotions are going to be high at that game. Oh, for sure. Oh, if DeMar Hamlin shows up, the Bills win by 75 points. Just telling you that right now. That that's uh, that that's part of that scripted stuff that people hate about the NFL. Oh, that's going to be a doozy right there. Um, I, I I personally believe that the Super Bowl will be the winner of the Cowboys Niners game. This is the way I can say it: the winner of the Cowboys Niners game against the Bills. That's what I think. Uh, but th- that's just me. I think the NFC wins the Super Bowl this year. The Bills are tough, but, hey, the NFC is still the shit, in my opinion. Uh, all right, so there you go. There was my official prediction, and the reason why it'll come true is because... I'm better than you, and you know it! Yeah, Suck right. in your gut! Uh-huh. It's time for mail call! Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie! My God, man, you were all over social media this week. I have to say that I love your jokes, but the new Best Dressed Fat Podcaster series could make you like the next Logan Paul, but for fat guys like me. <laughs> That's right. If you, if you haven't seen it, it's available on my TikTok page. It's on, uh, I, I don't think I put it on Twitter. I'll, I'll put the next one on Twitter. I think I'm going to film the next one maybe tonight. Problem is, is editing. Editing is a pain in the ass. And I can't edit on my phone, so what I have to do is I film it, and then I bring it into to my Mac, and I download it onto iMovie, and I edit it that way. I thought the editing was pretty clever in the last one. I, I've still got to get better at it. But, uh, yes, uh, also I did the lip-syncing thing, the jokes, the T-shirts. Christopher had two movie reviews this weekend, two amazing movie reviews, by the way, Plane and uh, House Party. I, I still don't know how House Party was fucking made. I, I, by the way, uh, Plane made $10 million. House Party made $3.8 million in their opening weekend. We can call those both flops. Avatar was number one again, made $30 million. I still haven't seen Avatar 2 or whatever the fuck it is. Electric Boogaloo. Or Goddamn These People Are Blue. I, I, don't, I don't know. Is that what it is? Avatar 2, Goddamn These People Are Blue? Look, I like the Smurfs growing up. I don't need them now. Um, lots of movies, and I almost got one this weekend on pay-per-view, but it was $20 because it was just released. I'll wait a couple weeks. Nicolas Cage has two movies coming out this year that I cannot wait to see. One's on pay-per-view now, and it's a Western. I don't, I, I, I'm hoping because I, I think that I need Nick Cage to be in a Western in my lifetime. I think that would be fantastic. And the other one, and I've seen the trailer for it, Nick Cage plays Dracula. And it looks phenomenal. It, I, I, the Nick Cage Dracula movie could be my favorite movie of the year next to John Wick. Please tell me that in the movie The House Party they did the kid and play. Did they do? I don't know. I didn't see it. Did they do the dance? Uh, Arnie, did you see the first Avatar? No, I did not. I did not see the first Avatar. I saw the very, very first Avatar when it was called Smurfs, and it was on Saturday mornings. Uh, then you basically saw the second one. Yeah, I don't need to see that. And Ike Clampett was in the first one. Ike Clampett from Tombstone. And that guy's a yellow bastard. So I don't need to see any movies that that guy's in. 
Mm. Let me uh, continue this letter here. Kid and Play make a quick cameo. Um, I look forward to your advice when it comes to fashion for us plus-size guys. I have a request. Could you do one where you dress up like you're going to a George Strait show? Thank you. From Fat Bill. Yeah, I can do that one. Fat Bill, that one's a, that one's a couple away because that one's going to be a very intense one. There's a lot that goes into that one because I have to explain a lot about, like, wearing cowboy hats and stuff because people are stupid when it comes to wearing cowboy hats. The main example, the reason why I'm, I'm going to make a big deal out because I have a 1,000X black cowboy hat. That's another reason why I want to go and show that to those little cowboy influencers. They got all their little cowboy hats, and they think they're all cool and everything. You got a 1,000X session? No, you don't? Well, fuck off then. But, yes, um, the main characters do the dance. That's terrible. Kid and player now middle-aged and relaxed. It's called Rinfeld. Um, All right. uh, I'm fucking dying, Smurfs. Guys used to use plus size and not husky. Guys use plus size. Yeah, husky's bad. No, no, we've never liked that. Look, 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 here's the truth. Fat guys. You can dress better. You can. You don't need to go out in sweatpants and oversized T-shirts anymore. Now, granted, most of the time I go out and warm up shorts and, and T-shirts. Why? Because I make it look good. There, there's plenty of stores, and I have one rule, one, one major rule. No banded bottom shirts because I'm not in the Sopranos. It, you watch the Sopranos. You look at all the fat characters on that show. Tony, Bobby Bakula, the fat guy who got a pool cue shoved up his ass. All those motherfuckers had banded bottom shirts, like they're shirts that can stretch. No, 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 no. There's plenty of places that you can dress and you can look the best. Uh, let's see, plus sizes for ladies in circus tents. Men use big and tall. I use big and fat, but... Yeah, Husky, no, that's never been, Husky and Big Guy, why the fuck do they label Fat Boy's pants as Husky? Because they hate us. Uh, But yeah, so there you go, Fat Bill. Uh, I will gladly do a a Cowboy one for you in the next couple of videos. Um, All right, next one here. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call! What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, your show is just what I needed. I, for the longest time, have wondered what you were up to, and then, lo and behold, I saw you on Facebook doing a live video, and I was blown away. You look amazing. I do. I truly do. And you sound so good and so happy. Well, it's because I am. As soon as I saw that, I looked it up and joined right away. I can't wait to start my mornings once again with you in my ear. Hey, now. <laughs> uh, and I listened to a couple shows this weekend and love the gospel songs that you played, and that's from Monica. Well, thank you, Monica. Welcome to the Ass Family. Um, uh, you, are, you are very welcome here. Uh, you can comment, do all that kind of stuff. That Stetson 1000 hat is amazing. Maybe one day I can afford one. There ought to be a, a, a 
ought to be a fat people store called Goddamn Dude. Uh, Longhorn Wiener Dad says, haven't been husky since second grade, brother. Yeah. Look, look, look here. I'm just going to tell you this right now. See, dressing has gotten a lot better for, for fat guys. They just don't want to do it because they're lazy. Growing up as a fat kid, we were offered one set of pants growing up. And, and it didn't help that my parents struggled due to my dad's alcoholism and things like that. And we were below middle class. I won't say we were poor because my mom worked really hard and got us through. And I, I never really wanted for a lot. I mean, there were things that I did want, but I, I knew we couldn't get them. The greatest day of my life, because my mom taught me how to dress. She taught me how to look for good stuff and all this kind of stuff. Um, was the day that Mervyn started selling clothes in my size. Because I no longer had to go to Sears and buy tough skins. If you're a fat kid or you're a poor kid, you know exactly what I mean. Tough skins came in one color and one color only. Deep, dark, indigo blue. You could, you could pour gallon after gallon after gallon of bleach on it, and that dye was not running. They had the, the, the sewn-in knees. They had, like, extra padding on the knees so you couldn't scuff them up and you couldn't cut holes in them. Faded jeans were, were, were a dream. When I started buying my I, I I, to this day, I still do not like buying dark-colored jeans. Oh, oh, God almighty, I hated it. But when Bugle Boys came out, holy shit. And cargo pants? I was in another world. Uh, Arnie, props to your parents for working hard to provide. Yes. Uh, we rocked those tough skins, though. And our Longhorn t-shirt. You're damn right we did. Longhorn's... Uh, Longhorn's dad and I, we go way, way back. I, I mean, that, he is he is one of my oldest, oldest acquaintance, oldest friends. I, I consider him family. Um, and we went to a lot of Longhorn's games, a lot of games. And, yes, we wore tough skins and we wore our Longhorn's T-shirts. I fucking hate tough skins. Oh, I always had fucking corduroy pants from Mervyn's or this store in Sacramento called Kitty Corral where my school uniforms were sold. And the pants were always called Husky. Best euphemism for you is you, that little fuck you. To this day, I cannot and will not wear corduroy. Oh, I, I'm the same way. Oh, I, I had to wear corduroy every once in a while. I fucking hated them. Cargo pants were just a pair of pants. It was a fat boy lifestyle. How many snacks you could put in those pockets or whatever you wanted to put in those pockets. Those are great for shoplifting. Sweats are the best, though, for shoplifting. If you want to shoplift, like, like, let me put it this way. There's a kid I know or knew who went into a Linz Crafters once in Richardson Square Mall. This kid was 14, 15 years old whose dad let him play hooky from school that day. And uh, went to Richardson Square Mall, went into Lens Crafters, got a pair of Ray-Ban Clubmasters. 
Those are the old-timey looking glasses. And they were, they were near the bottom, so I leaned over and no one was watching me. And before the days of, or, or, or him, I should say him, 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 um, reached up and put those sunglasses uh, up his sweats near the, the foot and walked out of the store like nothing had happened. And then sold those for $20 at school the next day. Uh, best thing about Mervyn's was the toy section. When my mom went off to off shopping for hefty middle-aged ladies clothes for five hours, I'd drool over every Star Wars toy in the section. Uh, I don't see the problem with corduroy. Neither can Helen Keller. Hey, now, there you go. There you go. That's an old one right there, but that's good. What's Helen Keller's favorite color? Corduroy. But, oh, God. Oh, my dear Lord. I... There was nothing worse than fucking tough skins. I mean, I would rather get socks for Christmas than ever get another pair of tough skins again. Oh, God. I mean, those bring back nightmares. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Ah, Mrs. Stackar is listening right now. Good morning, Mrs. Stackar. How are you? Uh, Arnie, I was wondering, when is this country going to wake up and see that the Democrats are the most evil people in the world? I mean, look what they're doing to their boy Biden. If you think these random documents are random, then wake up. This was a setup from the minute he got out of the VP job and they knew he'd run again if Hillary couldn't win. I do enjoy how they're going to ruin his whole family as well because it couldn't happen to a better person. The question you need to ask is, what is that we should be paying to, paying attention to right now? That is from Brian. That's an interesting take. Why couldn't Helen Keller drive? Because she's a woman. Yeah, I love that one. I bet the kid in your story learned it from his famously eccentric grandmother. Yeah, maybe, possibly. Yeah, she taught me a few ways around the, uh, the, the old checkout area. Don't buy tough skins or ham for horny states. That that's a good call right there. Um, do I think that Joe Biden's being set up? I think it's a little random with the, the the files and things, but nonetheless, they're in his possession. He has to address that, and he has yet to address that. And the media is lying to you. Don't think the media is not lying to you. By saying, oh, this is different, because there's no difference in it whatsoever. Stealing government documents is stealing government documents. The end. One guy had the ability to declassify those and says he did. I don't know. The other guy did not have that uh, legal capacity to do so. Yet he still did it. Joe's still better opinion than Vice President Laughing Box. Oh, no, we, we don't want to see this. We'll deal with what we need to deal with in terms of also as we move forward, all agreeing that we got to be smarter as a country in terms of who huh? has access to what. What? And in particular, assault weapons. What? And um, 
We gotta take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. Seriously? Do I have to take it seriously because I've been forced to take it seriously? I mean, seriously. Also, don't buy Arnie Adele music. Oh, God damn it. Hello. It's me. Yeah, yeah, we know it's you, bitch. I was wondering if after all no. these years you'd like to meet. Did you ever have to wear tough skins? No, then I don't want to meet you. Um, in my honest opinion, this Biden issue will just blow over and the American people won't demand anything happen. Straight fire, I hate playing this, but when people say it, and it's true. Correct the mundo. I agree. Nothing's going to happen to him. Come on. We're getting all worked up over 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 these papers? No. And by the way, you're not going to hear anything happen to Donald Trump either. It's all going to get swept under the rug. Because we should be paying attention to something else right now. I just don't know what it is. I don't know if it's this world leaders um, or this, this, this financial summit that's happening that George Soros pull, pulled out of late. And I don't know, did George Soros pull out because finally Joe Rogan said George Soros is a bad guy? I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to be paying attention to. I, I look, I watch a lot, lot, probably a lot more news than y'all watch. I still don't know what we're supposed to be looking at. Um, no, Stackar, I see what you wrote there. Uh, we need to stay the course of the high road before the current situation turns into history that the American people will strive to not repeat the bad history. I think we're already close to the getting back to repeating the bad history. By scrubbing, look, look, this is my opinion. Once again, th- this show, you can agree with me, you can disagree with me, and we can have a conversation for it, or we, we don't have to. In my opinion, we are going down a dangerous, dangerous road by scrubbing out all of historic monuments, statues, things like that, that were a part of American history. And when we don't teach things in American history, then yes, you are doomed to repeat them. Why? Because we are not learning from them. Do I think that we'll ever enslave people again? No. Do I think that there could be a possible civil war? Yes. Do I think it will end horribly? Of course, all civil wars are horrible. The act of northern aggression that happened in 1861 through 1865. Yes, I call it the act of northern aggression for a reason. If you actually find real history books, not things that have been rewritten and things like this, something interesting that you will find out about the American Civil War. Did you know that New York City, New York City, not really appropriate, was ready to secede from the Union and join the Confederacy? Would you like to know why? I will tell you why. It's because New York City... New York City! It's been established, thank you. Made all the clothes that Americans wore. And a lot of those clothes were cotton. And the South 
was making money hand over fist. Now, they were making money through slavery. I'm not ever going to defend slavery in the South. Never, ever going to defend that slavery was, was anything short of reprehensible. There were slaves in the North. Please, riddle me this, Batman, and if you try to blame it on his wife, I will correct you. Why is it that Robert E. Lee, General Lee, the one whose name has been scrubbed off a 69 Dodge Charger, why is it that he released all of his slaves on his plantation before the war started? Yet, Ulysses S. Grant, the leader of the Union Army, had three slaves in his regiment. Oh, they were his personal slaves, yes. Anybody? Anybody? Civil war was fought over the South not being represented and being taxed. Just like what happened. Now, the North freed their slaves to make it easier for them. They freed them with the old hint like, wink, wink, you're going to work for us. You're going to go ahead and fight for us here. Not to mention the droves of Irish and English people that were getting off of boats and they were handing Union uniforms to. But they won't teach you that in school anymore. Now what they teach is it was fought over one reason and one reason only, slavery. Schools will not educate you to tell you that the swastika is actually an eastern sign of peace that Adolf Hitler liked, and he decided that he was going to use it. Now, do you think that when you go to these Pacific Rim areas that have the swastika up, do you think you can go in there and go, you need to take that down immediately? No, because they'll probably high you your ass. I mean, I mean, honestly, if you think about it. If a man comes to attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to high you him, right? Mm-hmm. What about all the Chinese slaves in the West? Battleborn, that is a great point. How do you think the railroads got built? Do you know why Oakland is such an urban area? That was the end of the railroad. What? Oh, my God. What really scares me as American is the fact that even something like this with Biden is enough to have a consensus that it's a bad thing for America. Half of us say who cares. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, tear, tear down history so we can put up sculptures of Shaq Schlong in Boston. <laughs> I've seen a picture of that gigantic wiener that they've got out there. And by the way, what was with the fucking Martin Luther King statue? Ugh, that sculpture was terrible. You figure with a guy who, you know, really led the way through civil life and gave his life for it, you'd probably build him a better sculpture. It looks like two arms wrapped around another cock. But yes, Brian, the, the, the big question is what should we be paying attention to? Grant didn't have slaves. They were his uh, bartenders, and they never got time off. So they just seemed like slaves. There you go. There you go. Look, and and all you got to do is look this stuff up in real history books, not these things that are created today, because history is so whitewashed. 
and, and not whitewashed in the way that the whites want it washed, but it's whitewashed. Um, thank you for the education just now. You are very, very welcome. That's what I am here for. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. Well, another week goes by and the WWE is still not sold and really not sold to the Saudis. No, I did not call you whitewashed. I was just saying how American history now is whitewashed, but thank you for listening. Do you think that Vince McMahon did this just to get control of his company back? Can you blame him? He did build this company to the place it is now, and I just could never believe that he would just walk away. Keep up the wrestling talk because I love wrestling too, and I haven't been I have been trying to find the program for you, but no luck so far. That's for my well thank uh, by the way, I'm looking for a very special uh, wrestling program. It's red and white, the paper and the print. It's from um, World Class Championship Wrestling, Star Wars, August 15th, 1982 edition. If you can get two copies of it, it would be great because I'm trying to get that framed. Uh, It was the first wrestling event I ever went to, and my dad went with me. And I would really, really love to have that up in my office. I've got a couple of uh, wrestling groups that are out looking for it, too. Not so gay says history is so awkward. It is, but but and and that's what the thing is. History is not awkward. History is history. I knew growing up that a lot of people said you can't change history. Well, we have. We've changed history. I'm waiting. Th- this is what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting because. When we get done with mail, we're going right into the next break because San Francisco has lost their fucking minds. We got two more. Let me get through this mail right here, this wrestling thing, and one more, and I'll tell you about it. We've lost our fucking minds in this country. Back to this. Um, Yeah, I think Vince would go that far to pull something like this to get his company back. Been looking since you asked. Uh, The Christmas show programs are available, but so far, uh, not your date that you attended. Okay, I appreciate that, Straight Fire. Thank you for looking. Um, Vince McMahon bought the WWF from Vince McMahon Sr. And then went around the company, country, buying up local territories, making his pretty much the only wrestling company in town. The NWA, they had Ted Turner, and they kept their pockets going with WCW until a little fellow by the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin came around and another guy named The Rock, and they pretty much ended anything that was WCW. And WCW was nothing to sneeze at. I mean, they had, they had the Outsiders, they had the NWO, they had the hottest stuff in the world, and they shit the bed because they couldn't keep up with the production value and the stories that WWE had. And Vince McMahon built all that. Vince McMahon is, I, 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 I had sometimes listened to Jim Cornette and his podcast. Um, he curses a lot, though. He curses more than me. And he's, he's, he's pretty good at cursing, too. Um, but he said it best. 
He said nobody is going to take a $5 billion check for the WWE unless his name is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That is the only person that is going to show up and take a check. And he wants $5 billion for it. I've seen it's not valued that uh, that much right now. We'll see what happens. But, uh, look, next week is the 30th anniversary of Raw. Last night's show was kind of eh. I was only barely watching it because I was watching the Cowboy game. AEW has come on strong in the last couple weeks. Very, very strong. Do I think it will overtake? No. No, because it was announced last night that Cody Rhodes is going to be at the Royal Rumble. That was no surprise. We'll see what happens. But am I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Vince McMahon as one of the entries of the Royal Rumble. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Vince win it. I'm not officially predicting that. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised. That's all. All right, last mail here, and then we go to San Francisco. And, oh, dear God, this is fantastic. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I heard you talking about soft-boiled eggs the other day. The air fryer is a pain in the ass, and I'd suggest you just boil it. As soon as you start to cool them off, you can slowly bang them together so the shells fall off. How did the over-easy recipe go for you? That's from Heather. Well, I have become a Michelin star chef when it comes to eggs. Uh, the over-easy went fantastic. I've always been afraid to flip the eggs, and now I, I know a way to do it without flipping, which makes it so much easier. The soft-boiled eggs in the air fryer is nothing I will ever do again. That was a waste of time. Soft-boiled eggs are fantastic, though. Mm, mm, mm. I have a friend who loves wrestling probably as much as you do. I sent him a pic of the program, hoping he knows where to get one. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Cowboys girl. So there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, as far as eggs go, I've got it figured out. I am the king when it comes to making eggs. So there you go. There is your listener mail. Let me let me make sure. Let me check one more time. Make sure I've, I've got all the mail. I don't want to miss anybody. Uh-huh. No, I did not miss anybody. There you go. All right. So instead of playing music, since we only got like 40 minutes left on the show, we'll just keep going. Because I don't want you guys to miss this story. Because this story, this story is too good. I, I, I mean, it's just too fucking good. San Francisco's reparations committee has proposed a new payment. The San Francisco African American Reparations Advisory Committee, which advises the city on developing a plan for reparations for black residents, which started um, that, that black residents will get $800,000 each. Or actually, I think it was $400,000. Then it jumped to $800,000. And then it was $2 million. Well, now... San Francisco's Committee for Reparations will pay each black longtime resident of San Francisco. They are proposing $5 million. Holy shit! (laughs) 
While neither San Francisco nor California formally adopted the institution of slavery, the tenets of segregation, white supremacy, and systematic rep- uh, repression and exclusion of black people were codified through legal and external actions, social codes, and just judicial enforcement. $5 million for every longtime black resident of San Francisco. Now, do they have a number of people that are there? I, I'm just wondering. You must be 18 years old and have identified as a black or African American on public documents for at least 10 years. They must also prove. How do you not prove that you're a black resident for at least 10 years? What, when you were 11, were you a high yellow brother? They must prove at least two of eight additional criteria, choosing from a list that includes born in San Francisco between 1940 and 1996, have proof of residency in San Francisco for at least 13 years, and or personally or direct descendant of someone incarcerated by the failed war on drugs. The plan also calls for the city to supplement lower income recipients' income to reflect the area median income, about $97,000 annually for at least 250 years. Um, I, I don't even know where to start. I, I, I honestly just don't know where to start. Damn, damn, damn! Jen says, no way to fake my way onto that list. Uh, how long have you identified as a black man? I want to see somebody ask that question. Oh, for at least the last, I don't know, 14 years. Well, sir, you're 30. Uh, well, those first 16, I didn't know what I was. Desert Runners says, stewardess, I speak jive. Can I get reparations? Triple T says, I'm rich, bitch. Just like the stimulus checks, incarcerated individuals will qualify, and you will have inmates getting a shit ton of money in the books, tax-free, and paying for illegal shit in prisons. Yes, P. Daddy, you are correct. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting a phone call from Austin, Nevada. Hold on. i got to put this one in here. Yes, hello. You're on the show. Hello, this is Betty. Shut up, Betty, you whore. The problem is even when you pay out, that would still be below the poverty line in that city. Yeah, the 97000 not the $5 million. They're shooting high than ending up settling from a family meal from KFC, Popeye's, Churches, or Chick-fil-A. You better take churches off that list. No self-respecting brother would find themselves at churches. They came out saying the lights on the Bay Bridge will go off unless they raise $11 million, but can give $5 million for reparations. That's $5 million a person. Not $5 million total. $5 million a person. If you were born and lived in San Francisco between 1940 and 1996, that's the birth years. A family of four that is born there and raised there, can get $20 million? I 
I'm going to buy a box truck full of cools. Well, you can't make this up. San Francisco is so sad, it's unreal. Oh, I, to me, this is, this, this just, this delights my soul. I, I love seeing this. This is fantastic. <laughs> please, please approve this. I would love to see how California pays this. It, and by the way, you here here's the funny part. If you do you want to know the real funny part about this and you have to do some thinking about this. And this is why I do the shows because my brain works different than y'all's brains. Do you not remember do you not remember the voter suppression that we've heard about for the last 4 years? This voter suppression that says black people can't get to computers. Black people, they, they don't know where to go vote. Black people, they don't have identification. They don't drive. Remember that? That was the narrative that they were saying because of this voter uh, oppression they, they claimed. I'm going to bet that you're going to need to have an ID. You're going to have to know how to use some sort of computer. And you're going to have to show up at a government building somewhere in order to get the $5 million. So wait a second. So you're telling me that the voter oppression Oh, I got to... Uh, well, they're giving $1,200 a month to transgenders up to 18 months, so this should not surprise me. Oh, God. Hey, uh, to me, it, 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 it's so fantastic seeing this story. I, I love it. I, I truly do love it. It's one of my favorite stories. I, I can't wait to watch this play out in 2023. But to say that there is voter suppression and use all those things and then hear what you have to have, you have to show proof that you live there, so you need to have forms of residency, like bills. Well, black people don't pay their bills. Come on. They throw those away. More part of the oppression. I, I love it. I, I fucking think it's fantastic. God bless America. By the way, uh, Forbes has come out, and I don't know where they got this story from, but hey, uh, allegedly, Sacramento is the best place to live in California. Well, I've told you that for years, for Christ's sake. There you go. Now, here you go. Uh, let's see. This is on the Fox 13. This as the best place to live in California. The article considered things like city size, crime rate, diversity, and cost of living. Let's find out more. CBS 13's Laura Hayfley is getting answers from experts on the role the housing market played in this ugly. ranking. And, Laura, you talked to locals proud of their She's city. kind of a chubby. Yeah, one thing I've learned living in Sacramento is that people who are from here love this city. We've spoken to neighbors, business owners excited about that ranking, but a little bit concerned. It 
could mean trouble for the area's housing market. The best place to live in the state of California is its capital. We love it here. Sacramento is number one, according to Forbes. <laughs> Somebody just texted me. Um, about, about the story that we talked about earlier. And I said, I put an official pe post on my, my website. It, she says, uh, you're a sweetheart hoping he gets the help he needs despite everything he's done to use noble, my friend. I said, did you not see the end? <laughs> We're saying you got an ass company. Um, look, I, I, I like Sacramento. Sacramento was a good town to me. I ain't got nothing but, but good stuff to say about Sacramento and the outlying areas. That is until you get south towards Stockton, and then I'll start talking shit. Um, do I think that people are going to move there in droves? No. It's still in California. People aren't going to go, oh, shit, California, oh, fuck, we got to move to California. I don't think that's going to happen. But, hey, the king of shitholes, Sacramento Gold, says, all right. Hey, it's better than San Francisco. I mean, that ain't saying much. That's like saying, you know, gonorrhea is better than AIDS. Oh, i tell you the place to live. I'm going to tell you right now where you need to go. I had to look into the story about New York City being sympathetic to the South just from little I could research right now on my phone. It looks like there was definitely something to your story. Although I don't think they were going to ever see eye to eye on the Civil War, seeing as you are such a firm believer in the lost cause of the Confederacy ideology. But I'm always impressed by your steel trap like mind with your Civil War knowledge. Well, thank you, Christopher. I, it's something that I did do a lot of research on because I got tired of hearing it. Was slavery a part of the Civil War? Yes. I'd be an idiot if I said it was not a part of the fighting of the Civil War. But Northerners still had, look, 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 look. This is the way I ask the question all the time, and I never, ever get a response or an answer. I always get told I'm just a redneck from the South, which I, I am proud to be a redneck from the South. Um, very proud of that, that delineation, that I am from the South and I am a proud redneck. If slavery was the main cause of the Civil War, then why, oh, why was the Emancipation Proclamation not signed until late 1863? Because if that was the mainstay of the war, it would have been signed in 1861, which would have started the war, which it was started in 1861. But the Emancipation Proclamation, I believe it was 1863. might have been 1865. Hmm? Anybody? That's what I thought. Uh, you definitely are a redneck from the South, but that's not a bad thing. No, I don't look at it as a bad thing. It's where I'm from. It's who I am. It's like the good folks of Wyoming. God bless Wyoming. Wyoming is set to ban the sale of new electric vehicles by 2035. <laughs> Woo! There you go. And to ensure the stability of its oil and gas industry. <laughs> Wyoming has introduced state legislation to ban 
the sale of new electric vehicles by 2035 to ensure the stability of its oil and gas industry. The announcement comes as a bunch of states, New York, California, Oregon, move to phase out the sale of new gas-powered cars to combat climate change. Oh, I love it. I absolutely, positively love it. Governor Wheels, let's get on it, pal. There is no industry that has stabilized the state of Texas more than the oil industry. Let's protect it. Finish this. That's great. Rooting for y'all. I'm actual. the internet against me. I'm talking to a radio person. All right, there you go. Uh, I would also guess Wyoming is not a conductive environment for an environmental uh, which batteries can't handle the extreme cold, yes. Uh, To prevent loss uh, of life of freeways during extreme snowstorms when all those batteries dies, I'd ban them too, safety first. Andrew says, guess I'm moving to Wyoming. Lincoln held off on emancipation for political and strategic reasons, but when he finally did decide to do it, there was several reasons. A major one was to keep the English from joining the war with the Confederates. I'm leaving so much out, though. Okay. Uh, So there you go. Um, All right. Enough of Wyoming. Thank God for places like Wyoming. I hope more states do that. Even though Joe Biden did do this, this fucking idiot. You could wait all night for an email response from Steve, who will sign back in at night. I don't want anything from Steve. I don't know Steve. Steve could be a a raper. I don't don't want any rapers emailing me. Steve's a weirdo. It started. I signed into law the Inflation Reduction Act. It gives tax credits to new electric vehicles. By the way, by the way, the... That, that acted nothing with inflation, just by the way. All vehicles made in America. And for the first time, you get a tax credit if you buy a used electric vehicle. That's all coming. And part of the infrastructure law, we're investing $7.5 billion to build electric vehicle charging stations all across America. You're an idiot. Uh, conversely, why didn't the South emancipate their slaves and then succeed? Because that was their workforce. That's why they were so wealthy. Look, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, it was a part of the Civil War. It wasn't the main part, but the reason why the South was making so much money is because they didn't have to pay for labor. That's how they got all that cotton. Christopher, his Secretary of War, convinced him to wait for a big victory. Gettysburg was that victory. Uh, Steve is a good guy. What a stupid son of a bitch. Yes, Joe Biden... We've been waiting for it all day. What a stupid son of a bitch. He really is. 
And he's the president of the United States of America. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. My God. Let, let, let's do this story. I, I, I was so tickled when I did this story yesterday. And it, it, I shouldn't say tickled because it's... I got I, I to tell you, this does not surprise me. And actually, it doesn't make me happy for these people. But it doesn't surprise me. 55% of trans women. Now, these are men who then become women. 55%. Now, uh, I- if you know numbers and you know stats, 55% would be what we call a majority. Now, the way the story was written, it said half. Well, this is more than half. 55% of trans women who have bottom surgery are in so much pain they need medical care years later, according to a study of hundreds of cases, and up to a third of these women struggle to use the toilet or have sex. Now, these are the main things that they talk about here. Pain is the number one symptom of vaginoplasty patients, 53.8%. Dilation-related concern, 46%. Bleeding, 42.5%. That's why you became a woman, isn't it? Um, Sexual function concerns, 33%. Vaginal discharge. Oh, dear Lord. 32.5%. Vaginal tightness, 28.7%. Urinary issues, 22.5%. Wound healing issue, 21%. Vaginal canal closures, 10%. Numbness. 4%, vaginal dryness, 3%. What'd you think was going to happen? Men who pretend to be women. 55% of men who have lost their minds and believe they are women. (laughs) Yuck. Uh, But they don't have have a penis, so there's that. It's because what I was talking about yesterday, you consistently have to fuck your gash reopen. You mean having a gaping wound where your dick used to be might be painful? Shocking. Look. I look at it like this. So you can't call them numb nuts, but can you call them numb cunts? Yes, you probably could, you numb cunt. That's pretty funny. Um, Think about this. I want you to think about this. The whole reason that you switched over was that you wanted to have a hoo-ha, okay? And you believed you were a woman. You're not, but that's okay. You you have this made-up, you know, clinical hoo-ha, and you can't get any sexual pleasure from it? Then what the fuck did you do it for? Did you do it for the clothes? Because you're still, you, you are, let, let, let's just tell the truth. 
most of these, uh, the men who, who the, the transitioned women, most of them are ugly. I'm just going to tell you that. I'll, I'll just I'll throw it out there. Y'all are ugly. You know why? Because you look like men. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. You're ugly. Now, you can have all kind of facial reconstruction done and do all that kind of stuff. There's still something jacked up about you. And by the way, by the way, has anybody noticed how awful Sharon Osbourne looks? Sharon Osbourne was on Piers Morgan last week when he was ripping apart Prince, uh, Prince Harold, Prince Markle. It's a woman who got a lot of plastic surgery done. She is looking rough. Later in life, you look, look, look at Priscilla Presley, looking rough. I think of Glenn Quagmire's trans dad and yikes. 99% still, still look like man. Look, Caitlyn Jenner still looks like Bruce. Uh, when uh, you get radio to get far enough, I will say I'm proud of the country we became. Without proud Southerners, this country would not be as great as it is. You're absolutely right. I'm disgusted but not shocked at all. To think you can recreate the most perfect spot ever from a penis in prayer? Just why? See, and, and here's the thing is that even as little boys, we fucking grab our penises. We hold our penises. Why? Because we know how important the penis is. And then you're going to chuck that? You would never be a teammate of mine. If you're not even willing to hold on to your own penis, I'm sorry. No. You can get the surgery dressed like a woman, call yourself a woman, but after the age of 40, you still need your prostate check. Oh, that's not, no, women don't need that. Come on now, Scott. Come on, she's a woman. She doesn't have a prostate anymore. I know, I know. Look, look, it's the stupidity of the world that we live in. I mean, I saw this story and I was like... Golly! Really, you you cut off something that you've had your entire life that you use a lot. And I look, look, I ain't talking about masturbating. I'm, you use your penis a lot. We pee a lot as men, and now you're cutting that area off, and you got to learn how to pee it, it, another way. Well, let, let me just say this right now: I'm fifty, almost fifty-two years old. If they tell me I got to learn another way to pee, then I'm just done. I'm going to jump into a wood chipper. I, I don't want to relearn that. It was hard enough the first time. I don't think I was potty trained until I was like 17. I'm kidding. Becoming a woman. <laughs> that is full blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! It's hard to sit up in Hooters with a Bible in your hand. Now McDonald's talking about witches. Give them out tarot cards and Happy Meals. Take this microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. CNN can eat my dirty socks! And lo and behold, that wasn't a winky dink That was the providence of God. So we'll say what we want to, Skippy Lou. And the IRS and the FBI and everybody we've been turned into can eat my dirty socks on live TV. Just preaching to billy goats at the Good Shepherd Children's Home. They said, Amen, Brother Greg. Oh, man, I love that guy. That guy is why fucking religion is still alive and well in my heart. <laughs> All right, this gal's got a problem here. 
Australian uh, Pamela J. Has, has gigantotomastia. I guess this is what, like, Andre the Giant had. Why, why, why did it freeze up? Don't freeze up on me, motherfucker. I, uh, wait a second here. Don't do that to me. I need to get to this story. Um, the mother of one noticed that her chest was growing rapidly about a year ago. Uh, her chest grew from... By, by 31 centimeters, from 100 centimeters last January to 131 this month. The condition is extremely rare with only 108 published cases as of 2028. What the fuck is going on with this goddamn site? It keeps fucking freezing. Now, I don't, oh, my goodness. There she was last year. She had some hoots. Well, there she is again having some hoots, but not like now. Good Lord, this woman is a sized M boobs, which stand for my God. Let's remember the, the, the size, it's a pretty gal, but boy, geez. you got almost, you got barely, you got C, which is kind of cool, D is damn, double D is damn, damn, and now M Motherfucker. Good Lord. Uh, Andre had, an, uh, okay, a word I can't pronounce, so he didn't have this. Uh, she was diagnosed with gigantomastia, also called breast hypertrophy or macromasia. Boy, she had got some big old, oh, dear Lord. 66-year-old fetish model from the U.S. also has it. She has the world's most natural or the biggest natural breasts. I don't know what those are. Those are like a, a fucking P or a Z. Are we talking Canadian woodshop teacher huge? Yes. Yes, we are talking that, but these are real. Here you go. I'll, I'll, I'll share the picture with y'all. Boy, that's got to suck. Man, oh, man, her back must be killing her. Just sit down in front of a fucking webcam and make your millions, honey. Because it's there for you. <laughs> Hypertrophy, that's an oxymoron, yeah. Isn't that a good one? <sighs> let's see. We got, let's see, hold on. Oh, this is a story I wanted to. Maybe we'll end the show with this one here. We could do that because, man, oh, man. I saw this story. Arnie, did you say that you were potty trained by 17? That would explain some stuff. Yeah, that would explain a lot. Now, now, see, I think that the Kansas City Zoo here missed out on a golden opportunity. I, I, such a golden opportunity here. Next time Kurt Angle wants to spray people with milk, he doesn't need the milk. Just fucking bring this lady. Okay, so Kansas City Zoo discovered that America's oldest captive polar bear, which is named Berlin, because she was born a month after the fall of the Berlin Wall, um, they, they found that she has incurable renal failure. She's 33 years old. 
and they decided to put her down. Not, not saying her mama wears combat boots or something, but they euthanized her, right? See, this is where the Kansas City Zoo messed up. You pick whatever charity you want, okay? And people make nominal bids. The highest bid, the polar bears, you know, I mean, the polar bear is, it's dying anyway, so, you know, how about you let somebody hunt it in the zoo and kill it in the zoo? I mean, I mean, you you could make so much money if you offered this. Uh, think about it. Think about it. You get a chance, and you get to kill it any way you want. Like I tell you this right now, if, if I'm there, I'm not going to get close to it because it's still a polar bear. So when it decides to to go in the water to cool down or whatever. Get me a bunch of extension cords and throw a fucking plugged-in space heater in there. Electrocute the shit out of that son of a bitch. You get to kill a polar bear. Hell yeah, I get to keep the hide too. Fucking A. But instead, they go the mamby-pamby pussy way. We're just going to euthanize it. We're just going to give it a shot. I mean, this would be awesome. down Jesus. Oh, dear Jesus. Sometimes I just want to punch you. Okay, okay, man. Okay, 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 okay. Maybe I went too far. I'd rather hunt the homeless in Golden Gate Park. Okay, we can do that too. How about this? How about we do a little fish out of water? Ogre, have a great day, my friend. We know that it's in renal failure, so it's not going to be that good. And we put it in there, and we sell tickets. Sell all the tickets, and, and all the money can go to charity again. You put it in with the lions or the gorillas. Oh, man. Too far, you think? I, hey, I, I've taken it back now. Now nature will get to work in its ways. A polar bear would probably poop itself if it was surrounded by a pride of lions. They could get away with it because it's a polar bear, not racist. Okay, then here we go. Best ticket sales yet. Here we go. At the zoo, we get this white polar bear, obviously a member of the clan, and we put it in the black and brown bear, and we let the black and brown bear take care of business. I'm telling you right now, I could pay those reparations with ticket sales. Jen says, nope. Okay, maybe I'm off. I'm just thinking about getting back at all them evil polar bears that killed humans for no good reason, except that they were hungry and people invaded their places. So, yes, the the oldest uh, captive polar bear now is gone. Sadly, they just found out Hunter's rent payments to his dad are the same amount of monthly payments Hunter was getting from China. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Will there be affirmative action style black and brown bears, or is this a fair fight for the white bear? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not a fair fight. 
Polar bears eat seals, racists. Polar bears eat our servicemen? That's terrible. My God, you're going to allow polar bears to eat the highly, the most highly trained, decorated military personnel out there, and I'm a bad guy for wanting to kill them. Jesus criminy. I tell you what, there is no pleasing you people. By the way, I'm just kidding with all that. I, I'm just kidding. I love you all. And that is going to do it for us today. Um, you know what they say about bears. If it's brown, get it, get down. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, good night. Yeah, polar bears are awful. Highest bid gets to hunt the bear in, in the wild with a bow and arrow, and it's put on TV. I don't like that at all. No, not a bow and arrow. Mm-mm, I want a Gatlin gun. If I'm going up against a polar bear, I'm getting a Gatlin gun. Or I'm getting that, that fully automatic 12-gauge shotgun because there ain't no way I'm going out against a polar bear with a bow and arrow. No way in hell. Uh, that does it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. I promise we won't cut, we won't hunt any bears tomorrow. Uh, until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day and adios, everybody. Uh- There's one thing I know 
sure and certain It's for sure it's gonna take A lot bigger man than me It's for sure it's gonna take A lot bigger man than me You've got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.